now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. And we're live. Hey, strangers. <laughs> I'm Yolanda. That is Angela Stalkup. And we are hey. coming to you live. And I know y'all have missed us. I've heard it. Like, where are you guys? Listen, I'm trying to get all the shares going. And, and just like we have to do, you have to do the same thing. Grab another device and start getting those shares and sharing this out. Letting everybody know we are live on our Leading Women page, okay, as well as on Facebook and YouTube. And then, of course, you know we're going to repurpose some of this. Don't want to mention all the platforms, but you know there's a lot. There's a lot. In fact, where have we been? You might feel like we've taken somewhat of a hiatus. No, we were over there checking out on yet to get another platform. And we were on Clubhouse and we're like, yeah, okay. That was fun. <laughs> and here we are. We are back. So we we one of the things that we decided is that on first Wednesdays we would do a broadcast because so much happens. The ends and I, you know, miss seeing each other, right? So we decided to come back. Uh, we also trying to decide what we want to do for the summer because it's summertime. There's no denying it. The storm has blown through. The April showers have brought May flowers, hopefully, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so Angel and I have some some decisions to make as far as uh, what we want to do. We we're thinking about, as you know, today we came to you live at two o'clock as opposed to one thirty. Uh, do one of those thirty minutes. Do one of the forty five minutes. Want to do an hour? You know, Angel and I can go all day. Uh, but how much That's the truth. How much are you willing to give to us? And so we're thinking maybe around about somewhere in the middle, 45 minutes. Uh, and mm-hmm. then, of course, uh, you know, when there's news breaking, there's so much to talk about already because we do come to you now on a monthly basis for us a video. Um, but we're looking at coming on back. So we're just trying to figure out what, what summer, where everything is going. So much to talk about. Uh, first of all, there is a major shift. I feel it in my head. I feel it in my heart. Yeah. Uh, I feel it in my work. You know, I was like, ooh, wait, I said I was going to do this. Uh, I'm trying to, like, narrow it down to one <laughs> one planner. Uh, I'm like, God, mm-hmm. I've got three or four. I'm like, possibly can I get it down to one? Can I get life down to one? Right, Look, right. that's. That's panic. Look, okay. I don't even want to reach for more. Not to mention the clipboards, <laughs> the technology, the apps, the gadgets. Mm-hmm. Uh, just trying to manage. And then, of course, we felt like you guys were feeling what we were feeling. And that's, of course, virtual fatigue. You know, everything's happening on screen right now. Uh, those that who are, had us try, I think, it, you know, when they said the revolution when I be televised, that's a lot. <laughs> it's all mm-hmm. televised, it's all broadcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that was a subliminal message of, you know, it's going to be, but let's just say it's not. No, it is. Uh, and then to uh, Angela, your your phone and, and device went out, and I know she was trying. To I just re- I just figured out. I just figured out what the problem. I just figured out what the problem was. Yeah, it and it popped off of Wi-Fi. So I think that just I think that That's fixed it. So hopefully, okay. sorry about that. Sorry guys, go no. for the black. Sorry, right. the Wi-Fi just went out. So I'm. No, it's back, it's back, it's back. That is it. We, we have been going through everything right now is on screen. And we were trying to figure out like, man, people have enough. Do they want, do they want us? And you were like, oh uh, yeah, we kind of need you guys. It's a great broadcast. It's a great escape. So we want to be that for you, a great escape. And, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, 
because of the networking that we have done, because of the collaborations that we have done, because of some of the amazing people that we have met, uh, life is ramping up for us in all kinds of ways. And of course, one year later after the pandemic, um, you know, things are starting to open back up and we're trying to figure out, you know, <laughs> we're just trying to figure it all out. No, it's it, just here, life. It right. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. It is. I mean, it's just kind of like it's, it's, it's I thought everybody's like gone back to zero. Right. We're all restarting. <laughs> it's just, you know, and sort of what is, you know, like we were having this discussion this morning uh, because we're we're on Clubhouse uh, Tuesday through Saturday mornings and with a group uh, called Breakfast with Dryer Buzz. If you're on Clubhouse, come check us out for the summer. We're in from nine to ten. Uh, at um, a.m. Eastern, and everybody's like, well, what are your plans for the summer? And it's like, what is summer, right? I mean, it's, I, I almost felt like, it's like, you know, okay, well, what does that mean? Now, for the, for the, for people with kids in school, right, um, they, they, you know, kids are going to be out of school, even if they've been schooling from home, right, mm -hmm. they're going to, you know, people will be experiencing summer, right? What is that going right. to be like, right? And right. even as things are opening up and people are getting vaccinated, it's there's it's still nowhere close to being back to normal. So let's... I know for you me, know, when, I, the kids, thought, if you have, when the kids would get out of school, it freed up part of my mind, you know? Like, I don't yes. have to plan uh, getting them to school, clothes, you know, the la laundry changes, chores changes, um, I could work harder on things, work longer hours. Um, so there was definitely a shift in the household. You know, you just did, it just didn't occupy so much of your stress factors. Right. So that it freed you up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I think people are feeling that, especially when you think of the enormous amount of gravity that's been on households when it comes to kids, uh, in their in their learning environments, being that learning was home, whether they were mm -hmm. uh, went back to school or hybrid or or whatever, uh, it does free up the it does free up the mind a lot. So I think a lot of people will will welcome that. Oh, I think so. And and the anybody whatever if you for sending your kids out, you have to be worried about COVID protocols. If they're learning at home, you have to be worried about what the quality of their learning. But what I was thinking is that for people who have kids in school, there is a delineation, right? Summer starts when school is, gets out and it and basically ends when school starts back. But for a lot of us who are not tied to a school schedule, right? I think we're going to have to be a bit purposeful in making sure we do have summer, right? And I appreciate that you've been thinking about this as we're going into summer. Let's make sure we have summer, right? Let's not forget because we could be just chucking, you know, people say, well, I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. Maybe not, right? Let's think about how can we, you know, how can we enjoy summer in a safe way, in a way that you feel comfortable, right? But let's, because it really has been just a blur. The 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 last year has just been a blur of pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah. Not that we're done, well, I but I think we should year. start. If you remember last year, it was the kickoff of all the parades. And I remember I was in yeah. here working and I heard all the yep. noise and, and I looked out and it was the teachers driving around, you know, telling the kids mm -hmm. that have a great summer. It was like the end of school because they weren't in school. They were learning from home. Right. And uh, and then, of course, you know, it, that was exciting. I mean, that I, that was just one of the best days last year. I didn't even have any kids in school. And I, I, ran out 
I ran out to, you know, capture a little bit of the parade. Um, but one thing I love this year is, you know, the kids didn't have to forsake their proms. They still went off to the proms and graduations mm-hmm. uh, appear to be on track and on on schedule. And shout out yes. to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that that uh, having four kids, I know that that is, is while it's an enormous excitement, there's a lot of anxiety. Everybody gets anxiety because, you know, do they have enough tickets to graduation? Can everybody go? And who gets mm-hmm. to go? Who doesn't get to go? And then there's, you know, you you literally come back from the holidays and you got to get prom done and you got to get graduation done. And so there's a, you know, for those who go to schools where you got to pay for all those things and and, and just a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot on on households. It's definitely a lot on households. But um, but this year, hmm, I, I saw a school bus the other day. And there was literally like two kids that got off the school bus. You know, I was sitting, you know, you see the school bus, you're like, yeah. oh my God, I'm gonna have to wait forever. Got caught by the school bus. And then I felt kind of sad because literally it was like two kids got off and they had their mask on. And I'm like, and I was looking for them to kind of snatch it off and just be free. And no, but I will say I have seen over since the weather's been well, prior to the storms with the weather being nice. Um, last weekend, last couple of weekends, there were a lot of kids out skating and riding their bicycles. And I'm like, oh my God, that's such a welcome uh, back yeah. to the neighborhoods. You know, what not as a matter of fact, that was not something we saw prior to the pandemic. So shout out to parents wanting to finally get kids out, outside and and things trending to um just been outdoor activity. Uh, my Petty Betty and I got out and drove into the city. Uh, over the weekend, or actually a couple times over the last couple of weekends, you know, going to shop and get things to eat and just just getting out of the neighborhood because you know just been so locked mm-hmm. down. But I'm I'm kind of I'm trying to be in. If there's something in my gut, right? And I don't mm-hmm. know what that is. There's something on my heart. Don't necessarily know what that is. And my mind is at full steam ahead. Although I want to pump my brakes a little bit. Right. And, uh, so, you know, I'm just like, you know, I, I don't feel, I got the second shot. I didn't feel any, um, side effects with that. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad for that. Cause I was looking at down for days, but same. So, <laughs> but and, hey, yeah, listen, no, I mean, like there's it, it, nothing it, going on with us, but when we start tossing around topics, there's lots going on with leading women. One particular leading woman in now, where is she in the ranks of women on the planet? Because she's pretty much up there as, as like number what three, five. One of the richest, one of the richest and most powerful women. Yeah, yeah, and she's getting a divorce. Yeah, I mean, and because this is leading yeah. women. Yeah, we started with her. Instead of her <laughs> exactly. And well, you know, and it's like, I think maybe the foundation will be now called the Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation instead of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Because or, it was her brainchild. It may just be the Melinda Gates Foundation when it's all said and done. And, you know, Melinda Gates, as part of a power couple, was is one of the richest women in the world. I believe their current their you know their current val their current uh, net worth was 174 billion dollars. So even if you divide that in half and knock off a billion for legal expenses, because there ain't no cheap well, way don't to get they that. Like give away half what 
how does that play? They, yeah, so there's there's a portion that they give away through the foundation, and so I don't I don't know what where the 174 billion. The foundation has a 50 has 50 billion a year has a 50 billion a year endowment or something. I, I, again, I'm not. I just know that 50 billion is attached to the foundation, making it one of the making it basically a global. Is it like a global corporation? But there's an entire industry that has built around. The found the the Gates Foundation in providing um, health services globally. So there's tons of companies that are vendors basically through initiatives of the Gates Foundation. They are you know they have a budget bigger than a lot of countries, right? So there's a lot of there's a lot of industry in the countries where they are providing services. Um, for example, the work that they do with malaria, providing malaria nets. Whoever's got the malaria net contract, they're making a lot of money, right? That's what makes it. Con- uh, there's also a lot controversial them dealing well, with the malaria, and, and they're the number. They're the top private. They're the top private supporter of of the World Health Organization. So they're the biggest donor that's not a country to the World Health Organization. So in fact, there is a lot of controversy around the power of the Gates Foundation globally. There's a lot of controversy in Africa with their approach that they there's the, you know, people who are activists on the ground feel like their approach really neglects their, the real issues um, in trying to address malaria, uh, particularly with, you know, you provide malaria nets to starving people. They're not going to use those nets. They're going to sell them. They're going to use them for fishing. They're going to do the, They're going to do something with them. You have to, you know, so basically without addressing uh, underlying issues of poverty, whatever you, you know, people, they're distributing malaria nets, they're not being used, right? Um, interesting, this mRNA vaccine, if you've got them, if you have Moderna or Pfizer, um, the research that was being done prior to it being used for COVID, there's about 20 years of research into mRNA vaccines. Anybody who's hesitant around that, it's not new. It's 20 years old, the technology, right? It's been researched for malaria. They did their first big malaria study and found it 70% effective against malaria. So this is, again, huge game changer. Not, I don't think that was through the Gates Foundation, although I'm sure money from them founded that research. So understanding that when they, they're already extremely powerful, not just through Microsoft. He's, he, Bill Gates is completely withdrawn from Microsoft. He left He's, you know, quit being CEO. I can feel a sneeze coming. Go ahead. I sneeze I could have muted, Alexa, but Alexis okay. and I think that's oh, Tati. Hey. Tati's uh, watching in the driver's uh, group and Alexis is on YouTube watching. So thanks guys for checking us out as we try and dust off our chairs and our spaces and come back to you guys live with leading exactly. women. And we're trying to we're trying to figure out because this when when this is happening, just like they're they're getting a divorce and there there have been top exits at companies and so forth. So there's a lot. Um, and of course, as women, we would say worry, but I don't want to say worry about it. It's, it's weight. Look, look, this is my thing, and I'm just this is like just now coming to me like in this moment. In times when I'm going to worry, I'm not going to worry. I'm just going to tell myself to wait. Right. Uh, and Tachi says, good to see you live. Mm-hmm. Alexis says, uh, that's why you have to know people's beliefs and uh, and uh, affiliations uh, because it underlines their charity. That's exactly, that's so true. That's so true. And, and we well, haven't been in the- And there's a whole issue. 
there's a whole issue with the foundation that Melinda Gates is a pretty serious Catholic. And in fact, she raised the children Catholic. Bill has no, Bill Gates claims to have no religion. I can't even imagine he's atheist, but that, and so that she, you know, part of the, part of what the Gates Foundation provides is birth control. So these are their issues, malaria and birth control. And that she, she resolved her issues with the Catholic church around birth control. So there's some, there's also some, I heard some fabulous discourse uh, uh, on Clubhouse about the split from investors, right? It was an investor community, and they were talking about the impact on this. I mean, they had to announce their divorce after the close of the stock market so as not to, to damage global markets, right? This is how powerful these two people are, right? Mm -hmm. And perhaps an argument against having billionaires or bazillion billionaire, bazillionaires, whatever they, whatever they are, that just the, just the thought not of not related to Microsoft. Like I say he quit. He left the board of Microsoft a year ago, right? But the Gates Foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, what was going to happen to that? Because it could affect global markets and it affects an industry. And so that's why in there, people are saying how long this, how long has this been in the work? That's right. Because in their in their statement, they're like, we will continue to work together in the in the foundation. So this did not just come up yesterday right it did not just come up in a day well, they that, had to make is plans that what makes it different from bezo because you know bezo that's okay that's the commercial mm -hmm. you know it's it's property right. it's 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 totally different than this because of what these two have involved themselves in uh, as, far, right. as far as world organizations are concerned that's the right problem. because really they don't um, they don't impact microsoft because they're no, he's completely withdrawn now from Microsoft, right? Jeff Bezos is still running Amazon. So there was some concern about an impact to Amazon stock. But even that is nothing in the, in the well, I won't say it's nothing, but the reach of the, of, the, of the Gates Foundation would be equivalent. So this is, but Mackenzie Scott, you know, who was Mackenzie Scott Bezos, who uh, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, was not involved in the running of Amazon. So that was just about splitting money. This is about a this is about a company, right? So a nonprofit, a, a non-governmental organization, an NGO that is run by two people who are now who are now divorcing. And the person who has been driving it the, the most is Melinda Gates. So the question becomes, what you know, what happens there, even if they're continuing to run it? It's already sort of been her thing, right? Is it going to become again more of the Melinda Gates Foundation, right? Uh, and even though his name may remain on it, because they need it for tax purposes. These investors were like, "This." Somebody said, "What's the purpose of the of the of the foundation?" And a guy comes on and says, "To protect them from from a gazillion dollars in taxes, because they have to have a place to put their money." And uh, and so this is, you know. Both of them need that foundation just for their tax bill, right? So there's there's a lot. It's just it's very complicated. But what I found interesting is that these are two people whose marriage is an enterprise. And when I saw, you know, said, well, we we you know we are not we're going to continue to grow together in our business, but we can't grow together as a company as 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 a couple. I'm like, you don't blow up a 174 billion dollar business because you can't grow together. Rich people go and have discreet affairs, right? That's how the rich do it. 
their youngest is their youngest just turned 18 right so there's no kids oh. involved now so oh wow so it's like so yes so this is another so reason to think that this was so calculated. the question is and if this is all over the internet is a woman we well it's it's just it somebody says and wait you can raise this up there alexis um so the question is in that she is going through we're talking about leading women weekly in that she is now willing to go through with or to get out of what maybe what divorce deems it hell, I don't know. the big question online is who is he who is the new husband because no one can imagine her just being single that they are making this decision because now as you said, the, the youngest is 18. Um, is she going to turn around and remarry, taking into that mar marriage with her half of their wealth? I, I think Bezos ex is getting married. Didn't she just announce recently? Uh, or did I see it? I don't know. Did she, did she, has some, uh, she has somebody. I, I, yeah. I, but what I find interesting with Melinda Gates is that as a Catholic, for her to decide to get divorced is pretty serious. Right. Mm -hmm. This makes me feel like, I mean, one of them has got a partner. That that's the only reason to do this. That wants to come out and be public. That I don't see any wow. other purpose. Right. Wow. Um. And unless there was some story that broke, and they were just, and she was, and one of them was just like it's too egregious. There, it has to be right because this is a person who doesn't believe in divorce. So let's let's talk let's talk about that. She's she's not a person who believes in divorce. At least she would say religiously. If has she said a, that? If she's following, and you know, people indicate. I mean, are we just yeah, saying that she's Catholic? She had to. That's just as a Catholic, you know, and she, okay. but she's made a point of saying that she had to resolve providing birth control and I guess taking birth control with her Catholic faith. So her faith does, has played a role in the decisions in her life. She's, she has publicly stated that. Now, something else that's at play in the story is that Bill Gates has stated unequivocally that his children would, would not inherit any money that he wanted them to go out uh, much like Warren Buffett's he said to his kids I want you to go out and make your own way he wasn't providing any um, inheritance to the kids right and I did hear somebody say you know what if my husband said that I she said I'd cut us in half and make sure my kids got their part so you know there's going to be an, an interesting redistribution of there. There could be right. She may be down with the kids don't get any money. I'll be very surprised if in that divorce settlement, there's not some provision made for the children, you know, to have an inheritance, but there will be no child support. They waited till there was no, no, no question of child support. Right, so, that's what I'm saying. You can't, I mean, you can't dissolve a marriage like this without this. This is like, but I mean, in, 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 a, like in a divorce, if you in were a divorce, just though, General Electric in half. But I mean, in, in a divorce, and now, like you said, the, the child is eighteen. So, how much would they even be considered? We have to get a somebody specially specially is divorced. But how much would they even be considered at this point? You know, eighteen being somewhat of cutoff. I mean, we know, you know, they they give get a few education years on that. But how much, as far as assets, would well, I would then right? No, and that's this is what I'm saying. I obviously, waited till there would be no question, right? And there's probably a college fund, right? So the kid yeah. has a college fund and whatever, and that and and I don't know about the other ones. I don't know how old. There's three children. Uh, I don't know how the, how old the older ones are, but um, I mean they they're not going to want for anything. They didn't, he didn't say he wouldn't give them any money. He's just not going to mm -hmm. leave them 
uh, you know, the cushion of an inheritance. So, um, but yes, so it makes it a cleaner, it makes it a cleaner process. I, my thought is this has been planned. He stepped down as the chairman of the board of Microsoft a year ago, it was in March. I guess that's been a year and a couple of months, right at the beginning of the pandemic. And he said it was so that he could concentrate his efforts on COVID-19 research through, through and give his attention to the foundation. If you were getting ready to divorce prior to, right, like a year ago, prior to the pandemic, the step would be to step down, right? If they were really going to do it, pull away from Microsoft so it doesn't impact Microsoft stock. Yeah, there would have been some things in place. And I think the pandemic hit. That is, that's just pure Angela speculation, uh, given no, no even gossip. That's just my speculation. But there is also something curious as to the timing, considering that COVID-19 is not even close to being treated and it's, ra- it's ravaging India. I mean, it's, India is a disaster and we're not talking enough about it, right? There's plenty of work for that foundation to be doing and it, it's in crisis. The globe is still in crisis with vaccination. So the fact that they pick now, I don't know. There's there's more to come. There's more to come on that story. But she she was already a very powerful woman, right? Talk about a leading woman. She was already a leading woman. But consider she has been establishing her brand she wrote her book a couple of years ago. She's been, she start, you know, she started a movement for women, empowering women. She's been getting ready. This is what I'm saying. She's been getting ready. And now when she is freed to do to, to do whatever she wants to do, I'm gonna be curious to see what that looks like, right? When she is now driving like like Bezos' wife, Mackenzie that who Mackenzie's like, I'm just going to start giving this money away. And she literally just writes people checks. Right. And she's like, I'm not going to make it complicated. I'm just going to, I'm going to, and she's going to die broke. Right. I'm sure their kids are taken care of. And then she's going to, she's going to distribute that money. She and Melinda are good friends. They may have a plan. The two of them may put something together. Would that not be amazing? Would that not Mm. be Mac, uh, Mac and Mel. Because I mean, there, the there's, world. Been, so, I mean there's, there's, there's been a, there's a major gap. Uh, and shout out to, that's Belinda uh, there. And you guys are on Facebook. Uh, there's a new alert that StreamYard is asking you to give permission to use your name. So if you are not seeing, as we share your comments, um, it's not pulling in your username because, um, of course, you know, Facebook just went through some stuff. And so everybody's having to get permission again. So right uh, there on the broadcast, when you go to watch the broadcast, it asks you if it could use your name so that we can include you in the comments. So we're just, it's just a Facebook user, but I opened the room so that I can see. And so we've got Belinda and Tachi watching over on in the Facebook group. So welcome come in you know i'm gonna say there has been something interesting in the um in the space of women back when i'm gonna take this thing way back to another divorce (laughs) and i wasn't intentionally trying to take it back to another divorce but let me just say once upon a time there was another divorce that kind of left i'm trying to show this uh comment here let's see if i can't do it that way i'm like what okay wait a minute y'all I don't know what I did, but I did something. Hold on. Um, so, whoops. I switched into, oh, you, and now Yolanda has disappeared. So, Yolanda just kicked herself out. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, we're, we're there. We go. Okay, I don't know what happened. I, I was, it, I guess it just I was like you just said, peace no, out. I was, I was sitting over here. I was trying to um, put some stuff on the screen, and it like wouldn't accept anything. Okay, so just thanks for thanks for watching, guys. And again, I was saying that um, let's go back to. I want to go back to. To what has been missing? Uh oh, somebody said, "I know, right? I don't know what I did." Um, it wouldn't let me click anything, and then it was like, "Out." Okay, so let's go back. I was going to take it back to uh, another time, but then I realized, oh, there was a divorce in that. In this space, what has been missing in the space of leading women? There used to be an annual conference, and this is where you know, not not pandemic related. You know, all the conferences disappeared during the pandemic. But back when the Schwarzeneggers were married, ah, okay, good one. and when he was governor, uh, uh, Maria Shriver uh, used to host a one of the largest women's conference um, that used to happen annually. And these were the places that you really got a chance to. And let me tell y'all, these are some of the only places that you really can get up close to. And I won't say personal, I'll just say up close. And really hear what the agendas are, right? Because when they take the stage, they kind of expound on what their agendas are. And so Maria used to host this um, women's conference when when she was first lady in California. And of course, you know, California being one of the bigger states in the United States of America. But in those of you that are going to watch this from around the world, and when when her divorce happened, you know, after he left office and so forth. Um, nobody picked up on the, the conference. It just, I don't know. I think it really went away. I think everybody ended up going somewhere else. Um, so I just wonder if when you were saying about the two women coming together, I wonder if, I mean, now we have, we have a woman as a um, vice president actually from California. I'm just looking to see who I remember somewhere in the line, there was a thought that somebody would Take it on because every woman of leadership was at this conference. This was a place where you really saw women leaders, right? And uh, and it, it just hasn't happened. Now we've got you know still got umpteen thousand conferences out there, but mm -hmm. at that level, you know, mm -hmm. at that level of generation, somebody being in leadership for generations, right? And you know, not not quote unquote new money or new leadership or anything like that. Um, we're talking heirloom leadership, if I can bring those two things together, mm -hmm. right? Um, we haven't seen that in a while, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, one, because politics, you know, was destroyed uh, from what the Clintons on. Uh, heirloom leadership wasn't there. I mean, Clinton, even though, you know, they had some, you know, they were second generation somewhat. Um, Clinton represented a new era, you know, kind of the beginning the beginning of the end of the boomers and on into mm -hmm. the next next generation. And then in and, and politics, you know, plays a part in this because who who doesn't control politics besides the the, the puppet masters and these are the people, the riches in the world, you know, because who does a politician go to to get money to fund a campaign besides uh, the riches in the world? And and the, we talk about foundations, you talk about organizations. Uh, who doesn't fund any of the stuff besides the riches in the world? And you you come down to not only one percent, but a handful of people. And then you're talking about leadership inside the United States of America. It's like uh, that's it. 
that's it. So I just wonder where where this is going that, as far as leading women. That is a fantastic. I tell you, I hope that Mackenzie and Melinda are listening because there is a gap there that they could fill that they could really fill as around women's leadership that is non-political, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of it being, you know, Maria Shriver, I mean, she was born political, right? She's a Kennedy, but you know, there that to me, what you, Maria Shriver's conference, even though it was sort of done through the governor's office, didn't feel political. But so mm-hmm. many of the of the women that we have, you know, political women that are leaders, they're just so attached to politics, right? So I we take somebody like Melinda and Mackenzie who are in philanthropy, right? That also keeps you in a sort of a, you can you can bring in business, you can bring in politics, you can bring in you know activism, you can bring in all kinds of leadership, right? On a global, you can bring in global female leaders. They have the pull for it, but they also can kind of stand back from it in an interesting way, and and I think could create sort of um, a smoke screen, uh, <laughs> yeah, like a neutral, like a neutral space, yeah, right? Yeah, and right, so, right. And that that we don't really have many, right? Uh, and um, I think that's interesting. I think there's a really well, well, do they boy, appear, I hope they do that. Do they only appear neutral? Well, that's it. They're, they're not. They're both there. No, no, no. And they they both uh, are you know certainly have positions, and they're both considered to be liberal. But 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 beyond that, they're not neutral, right? You mm-hmm. don't have billions of dollars without having a position as a capitalist. I always like you talk about the the C's, the consumer. Yeah. What is it? The consumer, consumer capitalist, creator, mm-hmm. and the capitalist, right? Mm-hmm. So they're they're capitalist, right? And um yeah so i mean there's there's a, there's definitely a class and power position that is not neutral at all so that is again but when i, t- I say that in the sense of neutral in the in the my and for the most part although i'm sure melinda gates is is all caught up in this um in the, those that are involved in the QAnon conspiracies about bill gates and, the, and his foundation and chipping people and whatever. So I'm sure that she's considered part of that. And I guess there's some sort of, I'm sure there's some sort of conspiracy theories coming out about that divorce. But but, you know, and I have not tried to find them. So I'm like, uh, but that that group is always going to be weird, right? But think about it. You said you've not tried to find them. Do you find it interesting that, that they didn't leave with this? Like they were simply allowed Okay, to handle this matter in the way that they have deemed necessary. Where is what has happened in our world that that even happened? Even happened that way. Nobody scooped this thing. You know what I'm saying? Yep. This wasn't like hey, no, like it, it. It didn't come out of school. It was like it was a polite decision made, and that's that. <laughs> They didn't even have well, to ask for, hey, as a family, give us our privacy. And then they, like they actually, at the very end, they did say they did ask for privacy, but that was okay. it. But it was very, everybody talked about how cold this was. It was just like, here it is, here it is. We're not going to be married. The foundation's going to be fine. Leave us alone. And well, it's Bill not because Gates, everybody was directed the attention. Where was the attention yeah, so much? And that Bill, they were able to the, do this under cover and bill know? released it on his twitter i mean it was a twitter statement right and i'm sure it was a press release that went out to the news and whatever but right. but on twitter it came through bill gates melinda gates hasn't i haven't heard a peep from her right so Somebody that is also calculated 
these things are the, that none of that is by accident, right? Yeah. And and where what is she? You know, which again, I'm sorry, it makes me feel like he he's done something that they're like, and you you got to put it out. You got to say, yeah, I fucked up. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <guys>. <laughs> <laughs> so you you so you are betting on it's him. You're betting I think it's, it's him. him. You really think it's him? I think it's him. I think it's you him. Think it's, you think it's him? Yep, I think it's him. I think he's. I think. I think he's been having a discreet affair for years, and it's finally that 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 his other wants to be public. There may be a child. I don't know. And that to me, you you can be discreet unless there's a unless there's a child, right? But then there's a whole lot of people that are a team Melinda, and they're like, nope, she's just she's she's I mean, because age, you got it, you got to She's like she's still got it. She's still got life. She's still got yeah. life. Than her, right? Exactly. And it's funny because I often think of, I I hate to draw the comparison there, but you look at Barack and Michelle, and I'm like, you know, Michelle, when she wrote Becoming, I, I thought I, I could feel her going, hmm, because you can see that she was very open about the point in her marriage, you know, back in the day when she has the kids and he's at the gym, right? And she's like, we're good, we're going to therapy or something's on. I was like, she is still, she's got, she's still becoming. She's like, hey, and I think he stays on his toes, right? So it very well could be that that Bill and Melinda, that she's like, hmm, and I can't ever imagine Bill Gates being on his toes. <laughs> so, um, well, yeah, Belinda anyway. says, uh, you are right, it is him. She said, what we have is, is the vote as we, I'm trying to read in several places. Yeah. What we have is the vote as we have seen makes a difference. No matter your financial status, no matter what the rich do, the vote is our equalizer. You think that the vote is equalizer? Well, we're supposed to be. Um, <laughs> when, I love that. When our it's vote is suppressed. Yeah. When our vote is suppressed, actually, that's, that's sort of trend. What time, what time is it? Yeah. It's sort of, that sort of transitions us into the other thing I wanted to toss out about leading women is, you know, Georgia is gearing up, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, the the Republicans are trying to suppress us in every kind of way and particularly suppress the black vote. But we now are starting to see Democrats, you know, the Republicans have not really coalesced um, around who they're going to run against because uh, because um, Raphael Warnock will Senator Warnock Senator Reverend Senator Warnock I don't know what order you I know how you saying that yeah Senator Reverend Warnock um, uh, I guess it would be Senator Reverend Warnock um, he he'll have to run next year he was filling he was filling a term that was not complete so the Republicans are they can't they've not gotten it together because they're waiting to see who Trump is going to endorse so we've got and you know the funny part with that is um, right away it. You know, the competitors were coming out very quickly, like, oh, yep. he's vulnerable, right? And then they just started to see the they fell off. Like so something happened. So so deals deals are deals are being made as they always are. Uh mm-hmm. he will have to run. He has already started asking for uh donations. Uh so people are already, you know, making payments and right. this, that and the other. And of course he will have to tap into the rich because the rest of us have been in a pandemic. <laughs> But the three main Republicans who were were contenders yeah, for that seat, running. they there. So it would have been Kelly Loeffler, D- David Perdue, not, and Doug Collins. Pur- None of them are running. They, they said they Perdue said no. Collins said he's not running for 
anything. Well, they thought he but might run it was for governor. Be difficult for Purdue because when he did try to throw his hat in there, it's like, oh, okay, you're gonna look like you yeah. don't want to challenge the white guy. You're gonna mm -hmm. go for the vulnerable black guy. So they was like, okay, yeah. that's how the hell am I gonna yeah. do that? So, so there, he so dropped out. The, Right. Because so that the three biggest players, right? The three biggest players aren't there. But on the Democratic side, now we're starting to see we're seeing some announcements, and so it's interesting. And I wish I, I you know, I don't have it set up. I was trying to have my computer up, and it just, it, it, I think it was draining too many resources. But we have, you know, we have the presumptive Democratic nominee, Stacey Abrams, for for governor. She has not announced, but we're, you know, she's going to run, and so we have two. Uh, prominent state level uh, female politicians here. One is Jen Jordan, and she is actually my uh, uh, state or state senator, right? So Running for in what? The state legislature. So she is that for my district state senator. So Jen Jordan, what, she's running for attorney for? general. Attorney she's general, attorney okay. general. She's a, she's a lawyer, so she's running for attorney general. Mm -hmm. clear she's been actually very good very good senator she's done a lot of good work and i but it, i could tell she wasn't planning to stay here very long right and then for the secretary of state we have um actually a voting rights activist out of the asian community um uh, beth Nguyen, right and she is um a vietnamese american and so this there's a, there's some great memes starting now calling with the pictures of the three of them with stacy abrams um and then you've got you know Jen Jordan and, and Gwen, and they've got they're calling them George's Angels, and there's even somebody's done a video to the Charlie's Angels theme. I'm like, if so, the the other top and the for the top of the ticket, right? So for here in Georgia, it would be governor, lieutenant governor, attorney, so secretary of state, right, and then attorney general. The we have Eric Allen, Representative Eric Allen, who is an African American man. He's a black man here. He's also represents my district. So he's he again. None of these are set. They still have to go through primaries. But we could have three of the four top people running on the Democratic ticket as women, and it, which we have a black woman, a white woman, and an Asian American woman. This would be unprecedented. But the other two women are running for the running for the same in the same spot. No, one is attorney from... general, and no, one is attorney general, and one is secretary of state. So. Oh. So no 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 they've got this they they've got this stuff coordinated right I see and so I governor think they're going to camp attorney general I think they're going to campaign there's a guy running for Eric Allen yeah, yeah Eric Eric Allen so so mm. Representative Allen he's from this from my district which is like Cobb County Smyrna part of Atlanta and they're going and they both of them know that they're going to be probably redistricted out of their districts because of the just the suppression of what's happening. But anyway, they both mm -hmm. both have had aspirations to to state level to higher state level office. But the three of these women, I think they're going to do what um, Warnock and Ossoff did is, and they ran together as a package, right? If these women run together, there is this is going to just blow the top off of of news coverage. They will be on. They will be on every magazine. They will be interviewed. This is going to be global on a scale georgia's georgia's next election is going to be wait huge. but the three is these three the women ballot that the mayor atlanta mayor will be on no mayor is this year so that's next year we're looking at the, oh. we're looking at we're looking at next year uh, keisha is up this year now i don't know who but we've got what is her name who run, runs against her every year is has run for well, she's not the city. she's not running she's not running for mayor she wants to run for us uh uh 
president of city council. Oh, no, I was gonna, I was Norwood. look at me. I was like, Kathy, whatever her name no, is, Norwood, Mary Norwood. Norwood. I was, look, I yeah. was like the white lady because who loses by fifty votes every time. The problem is that well, I don't want to say the problem, but what's going on is the city council president Felicia Moore uh, threw her hat in the race for a mayor. For mayor, so, I knew there was a yeah. I knew there was a contender. City council president, but see, I think everybody probably thought that Keisha would go uh, to D.C., yes. you know, and we're still including Keisha. And you so think really thought? I think she, well, you well, know, she, she, she I think turned she, down, she turned down the job, the first offer. She turned right? down the Bahamas, right? She was, they wanted to send a maker ambassador to the Bahamas. She thought she was getting secretary of uh, HUD. They, they had, but she was high on the list for, um, for HUD. Did she really and, want that? And is that why she kept? Is that why she jumped on there with the affordable housing? For well, see the thing about it, you can't just talk about it. You got to have done something. Well, and and, and I, affordable and so housing. Then they gave her and, the consolation. Um, as a matter of right. fact, there was a um, a ribbon cutting last week. Move, move for me. Are you frozen, Angel? Yeah. I think Angel was frozen. Y'all. Uh, uh, yeah, there she go. Okay, you're back. All right, you froze up for a second. So, and the mayor was at a ribbon cutting last week. Um, the building, you know, the building used to be the Norfolk, Norfolk Southern, uh, right mm -hmm. there, the Gulf. They had a grand opening uh, last week, a ribbon cutting, I guess. And they, they're getting ready to start leasing this thing. You know, this thing's going to lease up pretty quickly. Um, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know if they're going after student housing or they just going straight well it one bedrooms mm -hmm. are like fifteen to two thousand dollars a month and a portion of that as you know has to be given to the Atlanta housing for affordable housing which would mm -hmm. make it about eight hundred nine hundred dollars uh a month this is every window on the back side looks at the uh Mercedes Benz Stadium that mm -hmm. area right mm -hmm. every window on the front side looks east okay and and there's nothing, <laughs> right? Right. Or, or over it looks over at city towards city hall. So right. it's something. Uh, but of course, you know, this is a building that sat there for what empty for 30 years, 20 items. Yeah. In fact, the mayor herself said on video while doing her walkthrough, they were filming, you know, on their on their access thing. And the mayor was like, Oh, I I don't remember anything ever being here. Mm -hmm. So that's how long this building sat there and then of course you know it had to be in the whole plan as they were trying to woo in uh amazon right right and uh and that didn't happen amazon was like uh no we kind of we come in and take over an entire city you can't relegate amazon to you know a portion of it and you can't have all that poverty around where you're trying like you can't try to sell us you know this amazing strip and then there's all that poverty going mm -hmm. on right there Amazon's like, no, that's not what we do. And somebody begs different. I don't know what's going on out on the West Coast, but that's that's the kind of thing. It's like everybody said, you know, come on, Atlanta, get it together. So she had the talking piece, not necessarily the talking points. She had a talking piece of affordable, affordable housing. Right. And they did really push that um during her during her run. And then of yeah. course, not even during her run, but while in office, I mean, she ran on 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 public safety, you know, in the jails. Uh, quickly dropped that, and as you know, she did a press conference just the other day, you know, making the 
um, police chief permanent. And they had the statement in there. They played this soundbite on the radio saying, well, y'all think me making him permanent is going to make the city safe. It's like, no, but if you want to go out and search for a permanent police chief and get somebody in here that can get a handle on things because of the optics that were created mm -hmm. in this city over the when the protests happened during the pandemic, never mind the protests that have been ongoing in the city for 50 years. Um, but the optics that happened over the pandemic has really done the city of Atlanta in, and it's going to be hard to get reelected on that when it is yeah. a very strong piece, particularly the one, the headline today that the officer who shot Rashard Brooks has been reinstated. Yeah, that's that is I was that's not that's not good on a lot of levels, but that's not good on, on any level. No, particularly and, when you had a police chief, uh, actually, your interim police chief left the city, so it's not to have to exact punishment on these on several yeah. officers, and then you you put another police chief in there and not do a search, you know, and not to mention all the exits that have so public safety. In this in Atlanta, um, down the road from me, down the road from you, and they've got they got some problems right now. They, like they've got they the, the murder rate has jumped. They've got they've had you know just incredible number of shootings, and people are. I mean, she went from being you know a gold really just golden, and it just turned so fast. And so it will be very interesting to see what's going to happen. Really, she's got to she's got to ramp it up now. Uh, for November, um, if if she's going to turn it around, because the last several mayors' elections in the city of Atlanta have been won by less than a thousand votes. There's close been recounts. Votes. Very these close. Are, Very these close. are yeah. super close races, and yeah. so you cannot go into it with you know any sort of any sort of question. So I'm going to be very curious to see. So that's good that she went ahead and said, let's, let's lock down the police chief. This is going to have to be her focus really through the end of November, because this is how they're coming after her is that uh, the city is becoming less safe. And you, do you who think knows she's what, one of the You think she, is she I really don't know. in it? I, 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 I mean, feel like I don't, I don't hear anything. I don't see well, it happening. I mean, this is, this is, I follow, I followed that election. Um, really close, almost embedded in it. Um, and I remember interviewing her or, you know, not necessarily pull on interviews, which is a couple of times. Uh, I just felt like she was shocked that she won. I don't think she had any intention of winning. And I didn't know that. could be true. I don't think any of the women, there were, we talk about a shift. That election mm -hmm. shifted. And everybody was shocked that the women, the women won, right? The women came out in positions of one, two, and three. All the mm -hmm. men were four and down. That was mm -hmm. a, a utter shocker. Um, but we knew there was there was a shift right towards the end, you know. Because mm -hmm. when I think about the couple of press conference that Kasim Reed had, and and she was, you know, attended, and uh, one or two other candidates attended, so. You could see there was kind of some alliance, say, like these people represent the an extended term of his. So mm -hmm. when she realized, and it was like literally like waking up, wait, I'm about to win this thing. You can see the distancing, like, oh, I might need to distance myself. I might right. need to go ahead and come on up with a platform 
and this, that, and the other. She did well uh, in her position at the um, debates was, you know, let me just, let me help. So I'm helping somebody, right? Because I, I was just really, I was really surprised um, that the women led because there were, there were some men that I thought were really, that's, I thought they really wanted it. I really did. And I thought they, it's not that I thought they really wanted it. There were some women well, that I thought would do anything to get it. Well, Kwanzaa Hall. Um, anyway, uh, it's. I think we're. Ro I think we're rolling up on. Uh, uh, well, okay. I think we're rolling up on the hour. So uh, Girl, we'll, maybe we. We'll, we'll go ahead and wrap. <laughs> you're like you're like. Don't do that because he'll come get you. This is a man who knows everybody in Atlanta. He met me one time and remembered me. Hey, yes. So anyway, next, Look, he, don't worry, you, he's, he'll be back. You and Kwanzaa and me and Mary Norwood, okay? That's why we're virtual. That's it. That's why we're virtual. That's it. That's why yeah, we're no, virtual. No. <laughs> You're right. You're exactly right. We're we're going to, no, but no, that's it. Well, I was going to say, it's it's about time for me. It's I wanted to go. go. Yeah, you. We got to get rid of breath. Yeah, it's about, on that note, as we, you know, as I, as I get us in trouble with. Well, how, um, how, I, and speaking of leading women. How did it? How does it feel to be to be back with our people over here Yay. on YouTube? Uh, shout out to everybody watching on YouTube. Shout out to everybody watching in, in a couple places on on Facebook. Please follow the Leading Women pages. Um, choose your platform and join us on Wednesdays. We're gonna figure out a summer schedule, and we will be letting you guys know that we'll post it um, probably more than once a month. Um, maybe, maybe mm -hmm. coming on back. I think we're gonna chill on. I think the clubhouse stuff is getting ready, kind of chill a little bit, and so maybe we'll yeah. have some more time and energy. I am still in the midst of getting out all the Mother's Day orders, so I've got a couple more orders uh, to get out with that, and then ramp up for the pickup orders this weekend. <laughs> okay, and uh, lots going on. Uh, loving everybody and all the wins. Congratulations to everybody. For those of you that want to know where we are in the mornings, Angela and I, Angela joins me rather in the morning at something called Feed Your Dreams. We're uh, we have that we've had that for a while uh, on Clubhouse. It's an awesome way to start your day. Angela is launching a Clubhouse room as well as doing some consulting, and she let us know, hey, it is manifesting Monday. So if you are trying to figure out how to manifest, you did a vision board. You like wait, okay, we're halfway through the year. How do I get the rest of this stuff rolling? You definitely want to inbox her. But Angela, what about your room? Where you've decided on a frequency of your clubhouse? Yeah, it's probably going to be. Um, I think I'm going to start doing you know Thursdays. This will be Thursday afternoons. I'm going to. I went. I'm going to experiment with the time. It's either going to be one or two, but probably it's, I'm probably about one o'clock on Thursdays, and I'm going to do just sort of the what I call the finding the method to the magic. And we're going to talk about all sorts of ways Ooh, to combine. I love to, that. To combine your intellect and your intuition, right? In a way that in the same way that you look for the metrics and data points in, mm -hmm. in goal planning, we're going to look for metrics and data points in tapping into our, our, our intuition and flow. So we're just going to talk about all kinds of stuff related to manifestations you know, and tactics and techniques and strategies and pull in a whole lot of things. So um, I'm, I'm really excited. It just sort of seems like that's where I'm landing. And again, bringing in the intellectual, right? Like, let's, say, let's draw it, let's write it, let's, let's sketch it, let's plan it, let's flow chart it, right? 
but also then the piece that's about tapping into intuition because you know people call it all kinds of stuff gut your gut like every successful me i just said there's something in you my said your gut. gut every successful person right be it in business life they always talk about that there was a moment that they had their gut told them they they knew it right it came to them and sometimes it comes to them just as a feeling sometimes it comes as an opportunity a synchronicity you know it comes you, as a, so as you're an having people figure all that out you yes so that's it that we're figuring all that out and for each person it's going to be unique so my sort of my vision my vision of it is to say let's look at examples because i think everybody learns through stories i learn through stories and then let's let's start to analyze our own process we all have our own process and if you're a grown person you have a process where does that process work right where doesn't that process work can we improve that process and is there something in you that is a natural process that either you have embraced and let's honor that or that you can better work with right and so that and that it's so it's not about here's how you here's the one way you do it right but it's like here's all the ways people have done it now how do we equip you to figure out your process right and that's how i've been working this is how i've been working with people really for years so under various I'm under gonna, various I'm give you I'm gonna put myself ahead. in the hot seat. Just a quick question. So, do you see my is what's going on with my process? <laughs> Not my process, but my process scenes. It's yeah. Am I right to say, whoa, something's going on? Yes. In fact, you absolutely know having known you. I mean, this I have the advantage of having known you. But even if I didn't, I would say you you appear to be probably what's called an emo like an emotional processor. Is that as some as you're working it out and as signals are coming to you, you start feeling different emotions, right? So you're like, okay, so you got to ride a wave of emotions and it's like, what am I feeling? Am I, oh, wait a second, I'm feeling, I'm feeling some sort, something's off, right? But also I'm feeling something's coming, right? And there's a, there's a so it's interesting to me that there's, there are people that, and they say this, they use the same language. They're like, I can feel something good is getting ready to happen. I can feel a change is getting ready to come. And I can't tell you what it is, but it feels, you know, like itchy, right? Mm -hmm. It feels like I can't get comfortable, mm. but it's not, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's about then you now have to be really, really alert to the signals that are coming in. And you're good at this. You're really, really good at it. And you just taught you, you tend to share your process, right? So I know what your process is, which you're like, you know, you talk it out, I'm right? In public. <laughs> you're doing public. So talking mm -hmm. and forming, this is a way so that you talk it out, right? But and it's like, what is it? What is it? And basically where you are in your process, you're talking about waiting, right? I thought that was interesting. So being anxious to wait, you're in the you're in the data collection, still collecting data, still collecting data. And when you get to the right data point, you're going to know exactly what needs to happen. And so all of this discomfort and all of this, whatever is going to coalesce into something. And it may just coalesce into one step, right? It's just me. Okay. Here's where I need to go do this. Right. May not even be the whole thing. You tend though to, to come up with something and it ends up you get the whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of having to do the pieces. And that's part of your process is that you got, it's like, I, I think of it like it's a puzzle piece. You're, you're shifting the pieces around, you're shifting and you're shifting. You're like this, 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 this. And it's, and then it, you just, and boom, it falls in place, right? 
So that's where you are. I've been hearing it. I've been hearing you talk. I'm like, I know you're in something, right? And with all of these, with everything you're doing, and it's it, that's the there can be a discomfort in in what we're what I'm calling manifestation, right? Um, because rarely is it instant. You can have instant man- manifestation, you know. Like, let me try to do this. Somebody bring me a Starbucks right now. Now, if, if somebody knocks on my door, or friends of mine, everybody knows I want some Starbucks. So anybody that I know might be just like, here's some Starbucks. But right, no, I didn't hear a knock on my door. I could it maybe instantly manifest. But for mm. the most part, you're going to have you're going you're going to be manifesting pieces of it, and you are trying to figure out how you feel. Does that yeah. sound right? You sound like you're trying. Yeah, I something. I feel something, but I'm not even sure what I feel. And then, and then to me being a person where it's like I don't even want to do the feeling part, and it is right. like, it is feeling. It's like oh, I don't want to do the feeling. But See, what, when do we get to a point where I'm supposed to feel something with you? You know, it's like no. So yeah, there's well, a change. See, and, this is- and there's more. Stop. There's more. If you yeah. like to hear more, Angela uh, will be on tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Tomorrow, one o'clock on Clubhouse. One o'clock yes. on Clubhouse, y'all. Be trying to work all of this out. What's going on in our world? Uh, exactly. <laughs> with with a little bit of woo and a lot of practical. And if you mm. want to, but if you look, just look for my name, you can, it's Angela Stalk um, and follow me and you will get a notification uh, when I go live and you can look for a schedule. But if you just follow me, it's, it's, there's only one Angela Stalk up. You'll get a notification if you're on Clubhouse. So come there join the conversation. Go. All right. Well, Tachi says, great show, ladies. And Belinda says, so glad to see you. Won't he do it? And y'all, it's been a great day. I got to go manifest some more of these orders out of here. Uh, get ready for Mother's Day. Luckily, I got the bulk of them uh, going. And so got a couple more to, to get to the post office today. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being so patient and waiting mm-hmm. for us to return and work it all out and showing up and showing up for us today. Uh, replays will be available all around. The audio will be downloaded and added to our podcast. So in case you want to listen in the car or anywhere, you know, like me, two different devices and two different ears, uh, make sure you put us in there as well. Thanks again, guys. Everybody have a great day. Bye. Bye. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.